Has it ever occurred to you just how incredible grapes are? Now think about it. That little box of raisins your mother packed in your lunch bag was the only fruit that qualified as a dessert. And consider this. When we hear juicy gossip, we say we heard it through the grapevine. We didn't hear it through the apple tree or the berry bush. Grapes are so darn special that the grocery store expects us to snitch a few to ensure quality control. Try doing that with a banana or a pineapple. Admit it, every encounter you've ever had with grapes has been positive. That's why we created Grape Encounters, a place for adults to hang out and focus on the paramount achievement of grapedom. Delicious, irresistible wine. Wine brings people together. It starts conversations. It makes us happy. In fact, wherever there are grapes, there's gorgeous scenery, very cool people, and plenty of laughter. All that being said, let's bring out your guide for this journey. The Wizard of Wine, the Gangster of Grape, David Wilson. this was television this is one of those times where i really truly wish it was television because you are not going to believe where i'm at this is going to be my new branch office i am in a castle on top of a hill i'm gonna let the folks who manage this place tell you a little bit more about it but it is so amazing and i'm standing here right now with enzo centorame Hello there. Who was kind enough to, with the rest of the team. Yeah, the family. The family, yes. Uh, Familia San Lorenzo. Familia San Lorenzo. Yes, we had the most amazing food back at the winery. By the way, let's get this straight because we're just getting started on this extended trip of Grape Encounters to Italy. And I have been hearing the term for places that produce wine as factory. Is that yeah. common here? Yes, factory. I mean, cantina. Okay, because we right call there. them, uh, back in the U.S., we call them wineries. The oh, wineries? The yeah. French call them chateau. chateaus. It's chateau. Yeah, very pretty it's name, right? <laughs> and you guys say factory. <laughs> it's factory. And okay, that's really, you know what? Cantina. When you are the largest producer of wine in the world, you can call it whatever you want, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we had lunch, and now you've taken me up to the top of a... Is it a hilltop or is it a mountain? No, it's a hill. It's a hill. hill. We are not so far from the highest peak of the Apennines. The name is Gran Sasso d'Italia, which is 3,000 meters above the sea level. But we are now on the top of the hill. I think we are here around 500 meters above the sea level. On so this for hill. Americans, about three times that, basically. Yeah. So 1,500 <laughs> feet is what we're saying. Yeah, 1,500 feet. Okay, yeah. In California, that would be a hill. But you've got some very large mountains here. You do skiing here and we all do of these things, too. winter sports and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've got here in the castle right now. Yes. We have you. Yeah. And, so, and then we have the boss, right? Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> of course, it's in he, front of me. <laughs> say what? He's in front of me. He's yes, he's for... in front of you. But he speaks pretty good English, but you're going to be his translator for the moment. Okay, let's do the introductions. First of all, tell us your position. You're the international sales manager. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm big, the expert manager that's big, here. That's a big title. Yeah, that's a big Oh, thank you so and it's much. And it's, oh. it's a big company. So how big actually is the company, San Lorenzo? How much wine do you make? 
qui in San Lorenzo è un'azienda familiare, abbiamo 150 ettari di vigneto e produciamo abbastanza vino ma comunque, siamo, comunque rimaniamo in un'azienda tradizionale e con una dimensione abbastanza media. Ok, now I know he speaks English but he fell back to Italian just to be safe. Oh, yeah. Right? That's okay. okay. All right. I'll try to translate. So, Gianluca said we have family run winery so we have a long tradition. So in, in terms of how big we are I mean we own 150 hectares. Okay? In acres I think it's 393. So, so right. It's about, about, it's about 2.3 two, Five rough, roughly, yeah, yeah, yeah. two point like five acres to acres. hectare. Yeah, and so um, now uh, we are the largest family-run winery of this province of Teramo province, and we are located just in the north of this region in, in Abruzzo region. So help me out with provinces for a second. Yeah, uh, how I many help. provinces? Well, actually, break up the country. We start with the country. Oh, okay. What's the next unit down? Oh, okay. Is okay. it a Region, is that correct? That's a region. Is it correct? Okay. This is Abruzzo. Abruzzo is located in the central part of Italy. Just to give you an idea, from Rome, it's just 250 kilometers far from Rome, on the opposite side, on the Adriatic coast. Okay. So I was actually very shocked. I flew into Rome, and I was shocked that it only took two hours and 15 minutes to get from one side of the country. Right to the other, but arguably it's at one of the narrowest points yep. in the country, right? Yep, in the country. But on one side, you have Rome, and then you have Naples there. And the south. You know, Tuscany, the, the Amalfi Coast. And then when you come across and you go east toward the Adriatic, it gets a lot mellower. Not as many big cities, not so much population. What's the difference in population? Well, in population, you have to consider the northern part represents the 50-60% of the whole population in Italy. The Italy. northern part? Yes, yeah. okay. 50-60% of all the inhabitants, or Italian inhabitants. Yeah. Okay. So the remaining part I mean, of Italy, so the distinctive characteristic of central and south of Italy is that there are different regions, of course, with little villages. There are not so many big cities. Right, okay. Maybe we are in the center of Italy, there is Rome. If you go to the south, you will find Naples, okay? Or if you go to Sicily on the island, you will find Palermo, which is another big city, okay? But you will find all villages, little villages, yeah. all distributed all over. Along the coast, so I don't really along the mountain. It's I don't really understand Naples because they had Mount Vesuvius is there, yeah. right? And it wiped Pompeii off oh. the map, right? And then they built back. Yeah. You yeah. know, that was kind of a, a strange decision, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Because all the population is there. Okay, yeah. we're getting off the topic for a second. Now, let's talk about this building. And if you can just tell me a little bit about the history here. This is obviously pretty old, right? And Gianluca, how long has your family had this building? Questo palazzo, questo castello è, ha una data del 1500, poi è stato diventato palazzo nobiliare nel 1800, da lì ha preso il nome di Palazzo de Sterlich. Noi lo abbiamo recuperato e lo abbiamo acquistato negli anni 90, nel 2015 è nato questo progetto dove abbiamo realizzato la nostra bottaglia. That's exactly what I was thinking. 
What did he say? He said, of course, this is uh, an old palace. It was built in the 1501 by the Marquis de Sterlich, okay, uh, from Austria. And this place became a privileged place for this noble family to spend their summertime in this place. So in the 2015, jointly with the municipality of Castilenti, we decided to move our aging cellar from the winery to this oh, place in the wow. 2015. But before moving the aging cellar from our winery to this place, we made sure that there were all the ideal condition, you know, to keep the barrels right. in this place or to leave this all this old vintage staying here and aging for a long time. So there is a lot of wine in this room here that I'm in. So we've got 2,000 Chardonnay. Yeah, 2,000. That's a pretty old Chardonnay. I mean, Chardonnay will age for a pretty long time, but for still, long, I mean, you still have we're this talking about 22 years almost, absolute, right? Yeah. yeah. But I know you are from California, so you have this kind of experience. You have a fantastic Chardonnay that can age for a long time. I I, I've tasted some Chardonnays yeah, that yeah. go back to the 70s. The 70s and that were still, still pretty, pretty good. Pretty, what, pretty good. What is the oldest Chardonnay that you've tasted that you think is still very delicious. Any that you've made? Uh, di Chardonnay che ho assaggiato, vecchi possono risalire agli anni 80. Prima di quello, no. And he's saying, when now? The 80, the oldest one. 1980. 1980, yeah, 1980. And it are you it. tasting the age in the Chardonnay, or is it still as fresh as it was in 1980? Avevano ancora abbastanza freschezza, sì. They were still fresh, still fresh, with, with, with good acidity, was still good. And then we're going to taste that during the commercial break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my corkscrew ready. What an amazing honor to be in this historic castle turned bottle aging room with the owner and CEO of San Lorenzo Vini, Gianluca Galasso, and the Wineries International Export Manager, Enzo Centurami. San Lorenzo is among the largest family-run wineries of Abruzzo. One large plot of vineyard land alone stretches over the crests of three formidable hills. It's a sight to see, but do I dare say the home-cooked feast we just had was equally amazing. It's all part of our long overdue visit to the eastern side of Italy, where some of the world's greatest wines await your discovery. We're here to help make that happen on a special series of grape encounters brought to you from the Abruzzo region of Italy. We'll be right back. You're listening to Grape Encounters with David Wilson. We offer something for everyone. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to offer free wine. That's what your friends are for. Smoke from increasing wildfires is tainting wine grapes, and vineyard executives are looking for new ways to adapt. Pure Fresh Wine's O3 technology helps vineyards overcome the problems caused by wildfire smoke by treating grapes pre-crush to improve fermentation and overall wine quality, as well as removing smoke taint. For the typical winery, saving a full harvest of grapes with Pure Fresh Wine costs only 10 cents per bottle. O3 technology has been approved by the FDA and USDA. It leaves no residue and uses no chemicals. It provides many benefits to wineries, including the removal of sulfur, pesticides, and fungicides pre-crush, the reduction of bad bacteria and mold issues, an improvement in roundness and fruit-forward palate notes, and so much more. 
Most importantly, it safely and naturally breaks down smoke taint molecules to save grapes from damage. Rescue your harvest from smoke taint. Visit purefreshwine.com today. is what we had in mind when we came up with the concept of Grape Encounters 15 years ago. Not sitting around shouting out wine descriptions at one another. Instead, we're in an ancient castle high on a hill in the more discreet Abruzzo region of central eastern Italy. And with me is the CEO and owner of one of the most formidable family-owned and operated wineries in this domain along with his very colorful international export manager. The winery is San Lorenzo Vini, and my guests are Gianluca Galasso and Enzo Centurami. And I am gazing at an astonishing amount of aging Italian wine bottles not yet ready to be unleashed on a thirsty world. We continue with more Grape Encounters. All right, so let's talk for just a moment about what is being grown in this region, because I'm really interested in the wines that you're making here. Some of the best wines that I have ever tasted in my life come from this region. And I will tell you that I had something at lunchtime today that I, did you see me at the end? I looked at the bottle and I'm like shaking it. And then I put some of my drinking water in it and I swished it around and then I drank that. That wine was amazing. Tell us about that. That's a favorite wine of yours. I mean, favorite to your customers. Your wine, yes. Uh, I nostri clienti apprezzano tantissimo il nostro Montepulciano. Qui siamo nella zona di produzione del Montepulciano Colline Teramane e sicuramente il, la nostra perla, il nostro diamante è questo Montepulciano Colline Teramane e quello che abbiamo bevuto anche oggi è l'Escol Riserva. So all our clients, they love so much our Montepulciano d'Abruzzo grape variety. This is the land of Montepulciano d'Abruzzo grape. And I tell you more, you have to know that in this province, in Teramo province, and in the 2003, the Italian Ministry of Agriculture recognized this area as the unique area for the production of the only DOCG wine. Okay, so okay, ex- only explain this, DOCG to, the to my DOCG. Okay. DOCG is appellation. It's an appellation. Okay. There are several rules, okay, that allow allowing you to produce a certain kind of quality. Okay. It's like for France is the Grand Cru. Grand Cru is yeah. the Grand Cru f- in France. It's the same here in Italy is DOCG. So people will see DOCG but they'll also see DOC. Or DOC. And the difference is what? It's an extra guarantee. G is guarantee. It's a DOC plus G. You are saying to the final consumer that there is an extra guarantee consisting in quality. It's a guarantee of production. I mean, the wine produced come from that specific production area. It's not allowed to buy grape from another region or 
you have to produce and bottle wine from that specific production area. So is there some sort of a certification process that you go through Absolutely. to become DOCG? Absolutely. Like, are the wines tested every year? Like in France, every year. Yeah, like even even the Bordeaux Superior class exactly. has to be tested. And I don't know, they do 100 plus different tests on it exactly. before it, it, it qualifies as that same thing here. We do the same. We do the same. Every year, the consortium, Yes. They cut me here and pick up just a little part of wine of the new vintage. They do the tasting and they make sure that the wine, the style and everything has followed all the right process. I mean, all the process and so is in line with the style of uh, the OCG wine. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to ask one question, but I want to get Marta in on this and I want to get you in on this actually, because first of all, your family's been in the wine business for generations, right? So how many are we talking? I'm the fifth generation. Fifth generation? Oh gosh. No, nobody in America has ever been fifth generation anything. <laughs> well, no, there's a few, but we haven't been around a long time. But now I just want to ask Marta, and I also want to ask you this, Enzo, you both have gotten into the wine industry as new careers, actually. Yeah, You I did do. different things. How does that feel to both of you? I just to get an answer from, from both of you, because, you know, one of the things that I've read a lot about, I don't know if it's as true in Italy, but I know it's true in France, that the younger people are becoming less and less and less interested in the wines. In fact, they're drinking cocktails mm. and they're, they're not drinking the French wines. Do you feel that people, younger people, because you're not old, okay, are being drawn into the industry? Do you feel that energy coming? And how exciting is it for you to be in winemaking in Italy where typically in the past it's been long generations of families that have made wine. What's different now? Yes, I can say that I'm 33 years old, so I can speak for my generation. And yes, I mean, the idea of having a cocktail is much more fancy and trendy in this period. But I have seen that in our region, but also in other regions of Italy, the people are coming back to the countrysides and investing in this kind of activity, economical activity. And we are also trying to to renew the tradition that we have. It's an interest that is coming back in the last years. And I think it's also linked to the fact that the globalization is um, having an, a double effect to people. So yes, there is globalization, but it's also a revaluation of the tradition and uh, to the identity of the territory. So if there's been a period where people were not interested anymore in wine and this such kind of activity, the traditional activity, now this kind Kind of reality is taking, I mean, back uh, its importance. And I see many people also that went abroad coming back to their places, their hometowns, and investing in agriculture. I think you, and wine. you should work in the wine industry. She's very convincing. <laughs> uh, do you agree? With what I she's agree. saying? I do agree. I do agree. I do agree there. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say my opinion, I mean, it's the same. Of course, I love cocktail, to be honest. I was a barman before. All right. Okay. <laughs> I had a long experience as a barman. So I love I love so much cocktails and that kind of but words. The, but but wine is, I mean, nothing to do with cocktail. It's another word. Well, you need to have a kind of relationship with this kind of product. You have to know in uh, in deep this product, okay? I mean, it's totally uh, different. I mean, uh, every wine, I mean, every wine, depending on which area it comes from, can give you different aroma or different yeah. smell. I mean, 
it's a huge word. So I was so excited. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about the parallels between why cocktails are so popular, but also why wine is becoming more popular again with young people. So I'm going to visit that in just a moment, but we got to take a break. So we take a break. I appreciate you guys very much for helping me out. Thanks for lunch. That was fantastic. And I will at some point talk about the liver and what was the other part? It was a cow. Liver? No, sheep. sheep. Liver liver and and sheep sheep. (laughs) salami. Salami. One of the best things I've ever tasted in my life. But that'll have to be a story for another time. We've only got just so much time to spend here in Abruzzo, and we've got to dash down a windy road to a very colorful, forward-thinking winery that's guaranteed to give you butterflies, quite literally. At this moment, we have to say goodbye to our friends at San Lorenzo Vini, vineyard owner and CEO Gianluco Galasso, and the winery's international export manager, Anzo Centurami. I'd also be quite remiss in forgetting to thank one of my very special hosts and translator for the next few weeks, Marta, who was kind enough to share some very keen insights in this segment. You'll likely hear more from her throughout our journey, and I couldn't have pulled off this trip without her. Hang with us for a few more minutes, and we'll return with more Grape Encounters from Eastern Italy after this. At MM Organics, we're surrounded by health nuts. That's because we're obsessed with lowering blood pressure, cholesterol, and the risk of cancer. We want to make weight loss easier and help you strengthen everything from your heart to your teeth, nails, and hair. Full disclosure, those health nuts are actually dry-farmed heirloom certified organic raw walnuts. Rich with essential vitamins and nutrients, they're vastly superior to other nuts. Imagine, walnuts can actually lower stress and boost your brain power. No wonder MM Organics customers are so darn smart. MMorganics.com is where you'll find our uniquely irresistible raw walnuts, walnut butter, oil, and flour, sprouted flavored walnuts, and decadent fair trade chocolate covered walnuts, which pair beautifully with our legendary two horse port style wine. MMorganics.com. Eating any other nuts is just plain nuts. Are you following Grape Encounters on social media yet? You're not? Well, you should be. It's the best way to hear the latest, juiciest, unfiltered wine stories. It's also the single best way to keep our unpretentious, decidedly different wine conversations going strong. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Grape Encounters. For tons of content on Facebook, you'll want to join our Grape Encounters radio group page. Or if LinkedIn is more your thing, connect with me by typing Grape Encounters Radio or Grape Encounters David in the search bar. Here's the deal. The more you click, the more I'll pour. And we're back with Grape Encounters Radio. And you know what? We 
continue our journey through Abruzzo. And I am having so much fun. We're just meeting all kinds of different people. I was going to say all kinds of different wines, but the wines are fairly consistent here in terms of the varietals, but the way they make the wines can be completely different. And so I found my first biodynamic winery on the trip so far. Not to say that there aren't a bunch of them, and you may not know what biodynamic means, but you're going to know in just a second. We'll explain it to you. But I first want to welcome my next guest, which is Simona Benelli. Simone. Simone. Benelli. What's wrong with the way I said it? Oh, I no, thought it was pretty it's good. It's I thought it was pretty it's good. good. It's good, it's good. You know what? I'm not getting straight A's for my Italian this week. I'm doing the best I can. And I think it's kind of sad because I'm half Italian. My mother was 100% Italian. Uh, Scaccianoce. That was her name. Scaccianoce. Scaccianoce. Yeah. It means to break nuts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my godfather, yeah. he was a godfather. You know, the kind of, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, to break nuts. Anyway, I should be better at the Italian, but I'm not. But we are at a really, really cool winery. It's biodynamic. It's Alzonia. Was that okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm, well, also, my English is uh, not so good uh, like you. Or, uh, well, I'm not going to make fun of your English, okay? But you can make fun of my Italian if you want to. <laughs> but anyway, we are at this winery, and I really have butterflies doing this interview because everywhere I look, there are butterflies. That is because a Sonia, okay, is a, a type of butterfly from this, yes, this yes, region yes. in Abruzzo, right? It, yes, is a kind of butterfly typical our land, and especially in uh, Atri. So it's uh, typical of this kind of land. Yeah. And, uh, and so we have uh, chosen uh, this name for our winery. And then we have chosen also name of uh, different butterfly for our label. Okay. So to connect the wine with the land, to make original uh, things. And also because my father, he has a hobby to take the, the butterfly. So my father, his uh, life has taken all the butterfly that fly in Italy. He has the really butterfly collection. Okay, hold on. You're telling me that your father yeah? has butterflies and he sticks pins through them. Oh, Marta's going to help me. Marta is here. She's my translator. Go ahead, ask him. Yes, so uh, lui ha chiesto se tuo padre davvero metteva gli spilli yes, nelle... Yes, yes, yes. All, all our holidays, when I was young, we stayed around in Italy to take that kind of butterfly. And so I was being in uh, Abruzzo in the 1982, in the mountain, in the Grasa Gran Sasso, because my father has to take that kind of butterfly. And so we have chosen this uh, name for our label. So Simone, I'm a little concerned because you run a biodynamic yes. winery, which means that everything is, you know, very gentle with the earth. Yes, yes, yes. And, yes, and yes, everything yes, is yes, natural yes. And, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. is in balance. Yes. And in the meantime, your father yes. is running around with a butterfly net. To kill. <laughs> and he grabs the butterflies and he sticks a pin through them. Yes. And puts them in a yes. box, right? Yes, yes. It yes. seems a little contrary to what yeah, you're doing. Not, not too much uh, butterfly. Only two or three butterfly for uh, spaces. There is a lot it, of butterfly in, oh, yeah, <laughs> in okay. Italy. And they don't live very long anyway, so what the heck. No, it depends. There is uh, some butterfly that lives for all the winter and then uh, in the spring died. Not all the butterfly lives uh, only for uh, some days. It depends. There is uh, some butterfly that lives six months 
house. All right. I just found that to be fun. I picture your father running through the vineyards with a net and trying to catch the butterflies and stick a little pin through them. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about biodynamic for a second. I don't hear about a lot of biodynamic winemaking in Italy. Is it popular to be biodynamic? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, popular for my word of uh, winemaker. I don't know how many winemakers could be 3,000 winery in Italy, but I don't know. Usually we have small uh, winery with uh, an hectare, two hectares, not so big. I think that is a very low quantity of wine. It's easier to be biodynamic if you're a smaller operation, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of work, isn't it, to be biodynamic? I think that you have to work uh, more with the hands yes. and less with chemical. Also in the vineyards, maybe you have to work to put out the leaves. You have to work, I think, better in the vineyards. Uh-huh. And you have to use less copper, less sulfur. And uh, you're, not, you're not using a bunch of chemicals and things in mm- the vineyard. Everything is pretty Pretty no. much natural, right? Yeah. Can you just explain maybe in just a few words what biodynamic really means where wine is concerned? <laughs> that is very difficult. I, I think that this kind of agriculture is more like a kind of agriculture that we did 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, more like the agriculture our grandparents and more respect uh, about the soil, more respect about uh, the plants. I think that the focus is the, the quality of the soil. And so you have to start uh, to work uh, hardly in the vineyards to make better the soil. So tell me this, there was a time not too long ago when there were a lot more chemicals that were being used in agriculture. A lot yeah. of horrible pesticides. Yes. And they did that, I think, because we didn't know how to grow agriculture naturally without those pests. So those were shortcuts. They were easy ways to get things done. And I was saying to you before we got on the air that maybe 12 years ago or 15 years ago, in the early years of my program, I used to say to people, can anybody find me a good bottle of organic wine? Because they didn't taste that good in those days. But now you, you say that we're kind of returning to a time when our grandparents were farming, but I don't think that the wines were that good then. They were actually, and I mean, even in recent years, they were terrible, but now it seems like we understand how to do it naturally, and now actually I think the organic and biodynamic wines are actually better than the wines that were made using pesticides and shortcuts. I think that uh, make the natural wine is more difficult than uh, conventional wine, Yeah, because you can't add a lot of things uh, during the fermentation, during the vinification. And so you have to know more about the vineyards, about the yeast. And uh, I think that you have, you, you have to learn more than uh, conventional enology. But uh, I think that uh, if you work well, for me, it's a better wine than uh, conventional wine. It's a product uh, from agriculture and uh, not uh, from uh, industry. All right, I'm going to ask you a question that could get you in trouble, okay? Thank okay. you, Marta. In the background, you can hear Marta's voice telling him this, this, could, <laughs> be, this mio could be trouble. I know you've traveled to America 
several times, right? Yes. Okay. So just from your basic impression from being in America and also growing grapes and making wine here, who do you think is more concerned about nature and the environment? Do you feel that the Italians are, or do you feel that the Americans are? I think that there is a part of uh, American that uh, are uh, more radical than uh, more radical, okay, than Italian or European about the organic food. Maybe in Italy or in Europe, uh, organic is more mainstream, is more popular. It is not so exclusive. But I, I don't know about the the American market. I I think I, I think I just figured out what you're saying, and I, I think it was politically very well done. You said basically that we we care about the environment and doing things naturally in Italy, but we don't make a big deal out of it. It's just the way we do it. Whereas in America, that people are very radical and very vocal about it. I was been in uh, Los Angeles only for uh, three days, and I don't think to know something more <laughs> about <laughs> the American, about the, the market. I just wanted to get your impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we watch the Italians on the news, and you watch us on the news. Yes, you know? yes, just, yes. And plus, you probably do read articles about agriculture in other parts of the world, and I figured you might have an impression. All right, we're going to take a little break right now. We've got to do that, and we'll come back and spend a few more minutes with you. We are at Alzonia. We are talking to Simone Benelli. Okay. Okay? okay. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. If I call you Simona, you're not going to answer. No, my, my sister could be Simona. <laughs> oh, your sister could be Simona. Okay. All right. Got that right. We're going to be back with more Grape Encounters right after this. Welcome to Total Wine and More, a wonderland for wine spirits and beer lovers. No matter what's on your holiday table, we have the wine and the savings to match. Pop open some bubbly as guests gather around. Pair baked ham with Cabernet for some tasty magic. Turkey and stuffing plays nicely with Pinot Noir. And while you're at it, check out the top 20 wines of the year and discover standout gifts for everyone on your list. With over 8,000 wines, 4,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers to choose from, you can expect the unexpected, always at ridiculously low prices, with the best service in America. Choose in-store pickup or curbside pickup, shipping and delivery. Explore more in-store, online at TotalWine.com or on the app. Spirits not available in Virginia or North Carolina, delivery available in select markets. Welcome to Total Wine and More, a wonderland for wine spirits and beer lovers. No matter what's on your holiday table, we have the wine and the savings to match. Pop open some bubbly as guests gather around. Pair baked ham with Cabernet for some tasty magic. Turkey and stuffing plays nicely with Pinot Noir. And while you're at it, check out the top 20 wines of the year and discover standout gifts for everyone on your list. With over 8,000 wines, 4,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers to choose from, you can expect the unexpected, always at ridiculously low prices, with the best service in America. Choose in-store pickup or curbside pickup, shipping and delivery. Explore more in-store, online at TotalWine.com or on the app. Spirits not available in Virginia or North Carolina, delivery available in select markets. 
Oh man, I wish you guys could have been with me during the commercial break here because it got really out of hand. And at one point, uh, Simone uh, threatened me with legal action. He said his brother was a lawyer. Anyway, we're we're back with Grape Encounters Radio. We were talking uh, in the last segment about, you know, what's the difference between people who are really into nature and the environment in Italy versus America. And... um, got a pretty good answer and then in the break uh, he, uh, Simone you gave me a, another term you don't have to say it okay because because you said I don't want to say that because anyway and I said well we're going to talk about it and you said well my brother's a lawyer <laughs> what's the deal with that uh, what kind of uh, word I have uh, used before I don't remember no? <laughs> I don't remember you used I, I don't know I, I don't want to say something uh, bad you, about uh, the, the this kind you, of uh, you use a word that a lot of people in the world would t- would take that word as a as a insult but Americans especially Californians that would be what we call a badge of honor that would be like a big compliment it's okay you don't have to you're just being politically correct here is what we say <laughs> okay we're gonna move on now okay okay we've had some really strange things to talk about in this conversation your father running around with a butterfly net and is your dad retired your father retired does he still work uh, he doesn't work what did he do particular job in Italy is called notaio a notary yeah a notary okay yeah. Yeah. And then what did he say when you said that you were going to start a winery, that you're going to make wine? Was he happy about that? My father was uh, very happy. I can't say the same things uh, about my mother. Really? Yeah, because uh, she loves uh, medicines and uh, she preferred to see me in a pharmacy. So you were, we, we call it a pharmacist. Right. Yeah. And you worked as a pharmacist for how long? Uh, five years. Five years. Okay. And then uh, d- did you ever, as a pharmacist, have somebody come in and say, I'm not feeling very well. What can I do? And then you say, just get a bottle of Trebbiano? Oh, or wines. Uh, yeah. 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 Did yeah. you ever prescribe? <laughs> w- I mean, did you ever prescribe <laughs> wine to the... Yeah. To people? Oh, I think that uh, you have to take the medicine only if you really need the medicine. It could be right to use, yes. So let's talk about wine as medicine for a second, because there have been many research projects and stories written about especially red wine, and that red wine is actually very healthy and can help you in a lot of different ways. What do you think? I think that uh, the wine uh, has a problem that is the alcohol. Yeah. Uh, And so the other part, of course, is uh, low quantity. And so I think that you have to drink maybe uh, one or two glass in a day. I think that uh, for for us uh, in Italy, it's usual to drink wine every day in the maybe one glass in the lunch and one in the dinner yeah for us is a um, tradition it's like uh, stay at the table to eat uh, for the lunch and for the dinner and we have uh, the food we have the water and we have also the wine i have to tell you that i've had a number of lunches here since i've gotten here and 
we go to lunch and we finish lunch and it's dinner time because the lunch is so long. Uh, no, no, no. It depends also where you make the lunch. It could be uh, yeah, a whole may, day may, thing, right? Yeah. yeah may, maybe you you started late. Uh, it depends. Uh, usually I stay. We, we didn't start late. <laughs> we didn't start late at all. But let me go back to the red wine question for just a second, because you made a really interesting point. It, it seems like every single month I see a new story, a news story about a different thing that red wine will help with. It'll help you with yes. your blood pressure. It'll help you with your yeah. heart healthiness. It'll help you with Alzheimer's. They have all these different things that they say. And generally speaking, it's the compound resveratrol. Yeah. That's in the red wine, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But you made a really interesting point because you said that there's a downside, which is the alcohol. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at those studies, the amount of resveratrol that you would have to consume in order to get the health benefit, you'd probably have to drink enough alcohol to kill a horse, right? I think that like uh, all the things, uh, if you take uh, low quantity, I think that the problem is the quantity, not uh, the, the kind of drink. The first person who ever taught me about good wine, he was a heart surgeon. He operated on the heart. Ah, okay. And he said that even though we always worry about what we eat and we shouldn't eat ice cream or we shouldn't eat too much of this or you shouldn't drink too much of that. He said that the amount of pleasure, happiness that you get from something like a glass of wine, that will make your life longer just because you're happier because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. enjoying something that you really love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You agree? Yeah. I, I think that is important. The quantity also for the food. I don't like the diet. It's important that you could eat everything but in the right quantity. In moderation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. So we're running out of time, but I want to make sure that we let people know a little bit more about your wines and where to get them. Your wines are available in America, right? I think that you will uh, find uh, only in uh, New York, in a right. famous uh, wine shop that is called Chamber Street. Yeah, Chamber Street. Uh, yeah, but not yet the other uh, part of the USA. So you were going to be available or you were available, but then COVID came along, right? Yes, because we worked two years ago with uh, an importer in California, but decided to change. But it was in November of 2019. And uh, after that, we didn't uh, make uh, other affair. And so all the world stopped uh, also yeah. for the market. And uh, it was very hard to uh, find a new importer in the last two years. We yeah. hope to work uh, well uh, in the next year with new wine fair like uh, Vinitaly. And we hope to find a new importer. I hope you do too. Okay. I really enjoyed tasting your wines today and really enjoyed them especially knowing that they're biodynamic and wish you the best of luck and people who want to know more about the wines can find you online right yes yes, yes. you want to tell us we have the website website is auzoniawines.com uh, we are also on uh, instagram on facebook a u s o n i a Okay. AzoniaWines.com. Yeah. Okay. That's it. It's perfect. Okay. Well, listen, thank you very much for being on. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That is, by the way, going to do it for Grape Encounters today. But I'll be back here in a month or so, and we'll see you then. Okay? Okay. 
Maybe I could go uh, chasing butterflies with your father. Ah, uh, okay. Why not? Okay. Why Ma- not? Maybe in the spring in Abruzzo. All right. I'm going to check back with you then. That's going to do it for Grape Encounters today. And we will be back here next week at the same time. Bye-bye. This edition of Grape Encounters has been brought to you by Total Wine & More. It's hard to imagine a more satisfying wine-related experience. Spend all the time you want at TotalWine.com or at your nearest store. Just make sure you're back here with me at the same time next week for another Grape Encounter.